The title of the album is, um, is Songs from Black Mountain. The nickname for the mountain behind this house is Black Mountain. There's a lot of oak trees that grow on the, uh, the mountain itself, so it's dark, kind of like the Black Forest of Germany. So the nickname for the mountain, Black Mountain. Black Mountain to me is, is really mysterious. It's a place that kind of draws my attention, which in a way, like the creative process is a, is a deepening, mysterious participation that you're in as a person. And, you know, to talk about a message in terms of, you know, the lyric for songs from Black Mountain, I think more than anything, it's, it's trying to get at a feeling and not a specific idea. As a father, I'm always, you know, thinking about ways to tell my daughters about God or love or these big things. And I just think it's the mystery, you know. I, I really love that word. The whole record, Songs from Black Mountain, is really just an ongoing expression of that mystery and how I feel. Welcome to another episode of the Slam Fest podcast, where we bring the premier rock concert pre-gaming experience from the parking lot to the podcasting airwaves. I'm Brad. So, continuing with my concert chronology, I had seen this band three times previously. Once in Germany, once headlining a festival in Kansas City, and once headlining an amphitheater in Maryland. This time, they were playing a casino, and this was my first time seeing a concert at a casino. This episode is going to revolve around the live concert I saw on March 23rd, 2007, at the Soaring Eagle Casino Entertainment Hall in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. So as I mentioned, this was my first quote-unquote casino concert, and I'll talk more about that experience and kind of my opinion of seeing shows in casinos and again outside of Vegas where they've got specific concert venues and residency type venues. I'm talking about local casinos throughout the United States other than Vegas. So I mentioned seeing live three times previously so they have come up three times already on the podcast, episode 32, episode 69, and episode 104. So I'm not going to go into my background with them, but again, they are one of my top five bands of the 90s. So I've stayed with them throughout their career and bought their albums as they came out, starting with Secret Samadhi. So let's get right into the show. So don't know if there was an opener again at these casino shows, you know, unless they're, you know, almost a co-headlining situation. I don't see a lot of openers. It's more of an evening with whatever artist that is. So set list for live kicked off with mystery all over you, the river love shines a song for my daughters about God. Selling the Drama, Rattlesnake, Sophia, I Walk the Line, Wings, Iris, Mirror Song, The Dolphins Cry, 
and then closed out with Heaven, and then a five-song encore, Lakini's Juice, Shit Town, I Alone, Run to the Water, and closed the show with Lightning Crashes. So one song from Mental Jewelry, six songs from Throwing Copper, two songs from Secret Samadhi, two songs from The Distance to Hear, zero songs from Five, one song from Birds of Prey, and five songs from Songs from the Black Mountain, which was the album they were supporting. And then obviously, the one cover song in there, I Walk the Line by Johnny Cash. So getting into the set list, I mean, 18 songs. I mean, that's a solid, solid set for a headlining band. They played five songs from the new album. So Mystery, The River, Love Shines, Song for My Daughters About God, Sophia, and Wings. So Mystery, good song, but kind of an odd opener based on, you know, the other stuff that they've got. I mean, they tend to kick off with All Over You most of the time. And I guess I'm trying to think if there's another song on the new album that they could have kicked off with. Again, we'll talk about that album songs from Black Mountain a little bit later. And it was the last full length album from the original lineup of live the river great song from the new album wings great song so love shines and sophia i don't i don't know there's a couple other songs on there and again we'll talk about that album later but that i would have preferred in those slots again if they're going to play five songs from the new album i've got a couple others that i would have preferred to have seen so other standouts in here, so Rattlesnake, just a huge fan of that song off of Secret Samadhi, kicks off that album, great, great song. And then closing the regular set with Heaven, which I think on the last episode, I did a Which Side Are You On for Birds of Prey, and that album came out right around the time that my daughter was born, and this song was a song that he had written for his daughter so it has a special meaning for me and to close out the regular set with it was awesome so six songs off of throwing copper which isn't surprising and they threw in the one song mirror song off of mental jewelry you know again most people think of throwing copper as being their debut album it's not so i think they they want to go back to the the beginning and at least represent that um, only two songs from secret samadhi yeah they, they could play they could play some other stuff off of there distance to here is an interesting record and they really uh, just just touch the the hits singles off of that album no songs off of five which i guess isn't totally surprising but again with with a band that's got seven albums you know i'd at least play one track from there and then only one song from birds of prey the song they played i loved but they could have touched a couple more songs off of there as well so you know maybe dial back the throwing copper stuff and try to represent those other albums as well 
So overall, sounded great. And, you know, they were a five-piece at this point, and I don't remember if they were in 04 when I saw them. So Ed Kowalczyk's brother, Adam, touring guitarist, which, you know, coming in, you know, adding some, some rhythm in there, which I guess is a little bit surprising since Ed also plays rhythm guitar. You know, I think Adam is also adding some backing vocals in there, so maybe just giving them a fuller sound in general. Ed doesn't always have a guitar on, but he's a capable uh, rhythm guitar player. So, so you know, bringing Adam on, a it's a it's a family member uh, at the same time. I think they can, you know, have a fuller sound obviously with with five people on stage in prepping for this episode there is some live footage out online and yeah they were they were tight they sounded sounded great you know looking at that set again the i walk the line cover i guess i'm not really sure <laughs> why that's why that's there it, it would have preferred a uh original song obviously in that slot and now on to the concert calendar so live <laughs> is just ed kowalczyk now apparently he fired original lead guitar player chad taylor in june of 2022 and then he also fired original bass player Patrick Dahlheimer and drummer Chad Gracie in September of 2022. Which I'm not sure what was what was going on there. You know, at the top of this episode, I played that clip from that interview that Ed did in 2006. And he talked about how, you know, they got together when they were in middle school and, you know, that's... That's why the band was so successful, the chemistry that they had uh, since that time. So kind of disturbing that uh, Ed fired everybody. And again, I don't know why that is. I didn't uh, look into that at all. But again, Ed's the primary songwriter, you know, so whether, you know, he's the, he's the leader of the band, he's got majority of the publishing Maybe he's difficult to, to work with, no idea, but at this point, live is just Ed Kowalczyk right now versus him doing kind of a solo thing. You know, he I guess he could go out there as Ed Kowalczyk, you know, the singer-songwriter of live, but, you know, obviously live is going to put butts in the seats. So, he does have some dates booked in 2023 may 5th memphis tennessee may 7th atlanta georgia june 1st bethlehem pa june 2nd crownsville maryland june 23rd highland california and then overseas so july 8th and 10th in the netherlands and then he's actually back in uh, in my home state july 21st New Buffalo, Michigan, and the end of July, July 29th in Brantford, Ontario. So if you're interested in seeing basically Ed solo, again, he's got a band, obviously. So Zach Loy on lead guitar, Chris Heerlein 
bass and Robin Diaz on drums. Would I go see <laughs> this version of the band? I, I don't know. I mean, he came, he was over in East Lansing, goodness, um, you know, 15 years ago, playing at a, uh, a kind of a small venue on Michigan State's campus. And I, I didn't go. Again, I think it was kind of a acoustic deal and, you know, maybe, maybe a, a storytellers type of thing, which would have been interesting, but I, I did not pull the trigger on that. I don't know. If he came, you know, to the Lansing uh, metro area, I, I might check it out, but I'm not sure I would travel to see this. I, you know, I think the original band, I mean, Chad Taylor, I'm such a big fan of, and his backing vocals, which I've talked about on previous episodes, are so good. And I, so I don't know. I, I might have to, you know, check out how this, uh, this new lineup you know, sounds, but I'm not sure I would travel. So if he comes to the immediate area, maybe. Other than that, I would probably pass. But if you want to check that out, go to the live official website for specific venue and ticket information. So now moving on to the band on the Bill Spotlight. So they were obviously supporting songs from Black Mountain on this tour and so i thought you know this this is not a uh, uh you know a well-known album from them and i figured you know what why don't we talk about this go through the songs i'll actually rank the songs and kind of give some exposure to this forgotten album from live so songs from black mountain released june 6th 2006 at least in the u.s produced by jim wirt charted at number 52, and no certifications. So, you know, Live, you know, has stayed pretty true to their original sound. I mean, they kind of ventured off a little bit with that album five, and but the, the other albums have all had kind of elements from what made them successful, even though they experimented a little bit on everything since Throwing Copper. So I found this blurb online. Although the album had some international success, including reaching number one in the Netherlands, it had the lowest U.S. sales of any of Live's studio albums since their first album, Mental Jewelry. So not even as successful as that first album, which most people didn't know existed when Throwing Copper was out uh, and people went backwards to that so again uh, only peaked at number 52 on the billboard 200 so all songs written by ed kowalczyk so here's the 12 song track list the river mystery get ready show wings sophia love shines a song for my daughters about god where do we go from here home all i need you are not alone and ends with Night of Nights. So I can remember buying this on day of release and putting it on and, you know, almost feeling like, wow, more than any of their other albums, this really sounds like an Ed solo album almost. 
and you know lots of acoustic based stuff on here which is cool but you know it just it's got that feel and my guess is the record company was like no way you're calling this a ed kowalczyk studio album we're putting live on here and running with it so going through and ranking the tracks so at number 12 I'm putting track 12 on here. So Night of Nights. percussion in there pre-chorus starts to build to the chorus and then you've got the chorus and when it kicks in <laughs> the tempo is awkward it almost feels like you know as it's building through the pre-chorus almost feels like it's going to be faster which is where your mind goes and wants to follow and when it doesn't do that it, it like it just really <laughs> feels clunky and it turns me off right away and I, I, I can hardly I can hardly go back and listen to that track my ears and mind uh, don't know don't know what to do with it so that is by far the number 12 track on this album next up number 11 love shines a song for my daughters about God So I already mentioned he wrote Heaven for the, his first daughter, I believe. And so this one, I mean, it's okay. It just really feels forced. Again, acoustic-based, pre-chorus is good, and then it goes into the chorus, Love Shines, Oh It Shines, and you got some falsetto from Ed, Like an Eternal Sun, It Shines. <laughs> in there so almost a little uh, oasis flare there outro there's a lot going on breakdown it shines like a revolution in your mind repeating that over and over and the underlying music 
during that is cool, but again, it just, it sounds, it sounds forced to me, and not a huge fan, and I wish uh, they would have played something else off of this album other than this song as part of the five tracks that they played. Next up, Sophia. So drum intro into an acoustic vibe, verse is good, chorus, Sophia, who needs ya like a junkie needs a vein, and I want to feel ya, Sophia, falling on me like rain. So obviously drug reference in there, so I, I guess I don't know specifically what this song is about, but based on the based on the uh, lyrics in the chorus there, obviously about that. Outro, chorus, they change that up, that line, the junkie line up to like a freeloader needs his train. So again, kind of not a great, uh, great subject matter for me, and I've got it at number 10. And again, they played this live. So again, I think there's another song that they could have used in this slot instead of Sophia. Number nine went with show. vibe some keys in there cool verse again falsetto goes up the key kind of throughout the verses sounds kind of like a maroon 5 song and i know they they had just kind of blown up 
shortly before this, so maybe that he was drawing some stuff from that. Chorus kicks in, show a little love to me, times two. Darling, I'll show you free, I'll show you free tonight, so great use of the word darling. Underlying riffing, keys, and orchestration during that chorus are great. Breakdown, cling to me now, cling to me now, here we go. Number eight, get ready. Come on, get ready. This is the spring of our love. Come on, get ready. Feels like it's ordained from above. We have the power to do what we came to do. This is the hour The sun is shining on you The future is now The past is gone forever We can come together The light is our way The future is now The past is gone forever We belong together Here it so just starts off with Ed and acoustic guitar. Come on, get ready. Cool chord progression in there. Chorus, the future is now. The past is gone forever. We belong together. Get ready. So some cool um, backing vocals in there. The melody is, it's good, but maybe just okay, which is why I've only got this at number eight. Ed's got some underlying backing vocals during verse two, which again makes me uh, makes me believe this is you know could have been a, an Ed solo album. Why you know why aren't they using Chad Taylor's uh, backing vocal uh, prowess here is beyond me. But oh well. So you know Ed singing, we will have the power, and you know he's got backing vocal underlying that with the power and then this is the hour and same thing with the hour great acoustic solo it sounds very beatlesque which again is not a bad thing outro chorus is good some great ed interjections as the song comes to a close number seven where do we go from here i wanted a mountain gave me a sea. I wanted a hurricane. You gave me a breeze. I wanted to run. Made me stand there and breathe. I wanted to dream. You made me sleep. I wanted to touch the bottom. But it was too deep. I wanted a revolution. You said I was already Again, acoustic verse is good. This sounds like it could have fit on Throwing Copper, actually. 
chorus, where do we go from here? Now the day is gone. Where do we go from here? Now the night has come. Chorus two, call and response with now the day is done and now the night has come. And again, that sounds like something and maybe it's just another live song that it sounds like, but I couldn't place it. Outro, where do we go? Some great oo-oos in there as the song closes. So next up is Mystery. My ammunition won't load into my gun. My inhibitions, they fall like the weight from a stone. You leave my heart away like a So, single number two off of here, and they obviously kicked the show off, which I said it was a good song, but kind of an odd opener, and if they wanted to start with a, a new song, I'm not sure what other song would have would have fit in there to kick it off. So, mellow intro, orchestration, verse starts immediately, which, eh, I don't know, not a huge fan of that. Pre-chorus cool percussion in there oh how it deepens chorus you're a mystery he he and that part is falsetto keeps on turning me on you're a mystery he he underlying orchestration during that chorus is great verse two so this is better than verse one so fuller sounding starts to kick in which is which is good you know i almost wonder maybe they should have just kick the song in a little fuller to begin with, especially as an opener of the concert. Breakdown, more orchestration, which is great. Outro chorus, underlying heaven is one, so why believe when you can see it for yourself? Again, a lot going on in that outro. In searching for some stuff on YouTube while researching this uh, episode, actually came across them performing this song with Chris Daughtry on American Idol in 2006. All right, so top five tracks here. So, Home is next. I'm a soldier on the field Fighting for you Fighting for me You can see it on our faces like the bullets leave traces, you can feel it for real. You can't imagine the pain of my baby so far away, so far from my home. When they coming home! Oh! 
only one verse in this song. So interesting arrangement. Pre-chorus, you'll never know what I've known. You'll never see what I've seen. I hope we make it home. Chorus, when they come in home, when they leave in that place to see their lover's face again. Kid will see his daddy's face again when they come in home. Oh, shed some grace. Underlying riff during that chorus reminds me a lot of the song Heaven, which I'm a huge fan of, so that works for me. So obviously this song is about soldiers and you know trying to bring them home and, and you know, seeing their seeing their family and loved ones again again outro lots going on when they come in home so cool cool song you know there's there's been a couple times i've talked about tracks so far on this album where i mentioned there's a lot going on so well well written songs you know interesting arrangements uh, arranged very very well so that again that's that's what i i like i mean i don't i don't want things too too complicated or sophisticated but i also don't always just want verse chorus verse chorus solo and then outro so some different stuff going on in these songs which is cool so number four you're not alone Great, great song. You know, these last uh, five, um, you know, I'm a huge fan of these songs. Great verse, chorus, ooh, you're not alone. Underlying lead guitar in there is great. The ooh part is very collective soul to me, which I'm a fan of. And again, that part, I'm kind of questioning, is that a human or some sort of instrument? which is the question that I ask a lot on Collective Soul songs because they do the same thing there. And then Chorus 2. So if there's one knock on this song, there's a uh, an interjection part where Ed says no child. I don't know. I, I don't like the way that that just kind of comes in. It's kind of abrupt. And I don't know. I think it hurts the chorus after the first chorus where they don't do it and they do it subsequently throughout the rest of the song. Not a fan of that part. I mean, it's not the lyric, it's the way that it's delivered and how it how it comes in at that point in the song. So number three, All I Need. Right here on 
So the first thing that comes to mind with this song is the cars. It sounds, the sound effects in there reminds me of the cars. Verse is good. Chorus, backing vocals, my love is here to stay. Times three, underlying chord progression is great. Breakdown, awesome. Underlying music is great. Like the sun that shines behind the mind. Like the ones before all days go by. And there's some falsetto in there and some delay on the vocal, which is awesome. So when I mention a replacement for Sophia and Love Shines, any of these three songs, so Home, You're Not Alone, or All I Need, I think would have fit in there nicely. So now the top two tracks, actually both singles. So I went with The River at number two, so that's single number one. kind of phaser effect in there and la-di-da uh, vocal melody is is great verse call and response and vocal with the acoustic chord progression pre-chorus and suddenly out of the blue she's singing and the chorus is fantastic ooh baby let my loving ease your pain just fantastic chorus of this song great melody so verse two, there's some delay on one of the lines in there. So like an angel come from heaven in the night. So the heaven in the night is delayed and some great, great vocal harmonies as well. And then a great breakdown. I give you life, some ooze in there. I give you life, baby, more ooze. And then I give you love. So very, very cool song. I don't, could they have started the show with this song? Possibly, but again, you know, I wouldn't say there are any quote-unquote rocker <laughs> rockers on here. There's just there's just good good material overall, but again, nothing that would just rip your head off as a as a concert opener. And then with number one, again, this was my favorite song since the first day I heard this whole album. So Wings, single number three. Weighing on your mind, 
acoustic chord progression almost sounds like something right out of the 70s lead guitar melody verse delivery is great the way I'm on your mind like a ball and chain kicking off the uh, the verse division in your soul so delay on in your soul pre-chorus the wing that lays on your shoulders could it be the wing that carries you home and then they tease the chorus go back to the verse and again, delay after each line. And you also enter in a lead guitar melody, which is great. Pre-chorus, delay added after shoulders. And then finally you get to the chorus, kicks in a bit. Could be the wings, carry you home. Call and response in there. And then pre-chorus leading into the outro. More falsetto and delay. And great, great interjections from from Ed. So again, maybe a lot more falsetto uh, from Ed on this album. And again, some great, great vocal delay used throughout this album. So if you're not familiar with this album, I would recommend checking it out. It's a good listen. It's a good, uh, it's a good album to listen to in the car. And, you know, if you're traveling, got an hour drive you know throw this thing on i've been a big fan of live since the first time i i heard them and i stuck with them throughout all these subsequent releases into the 2000s good good stuff so i just wanted to close this segment out with talking about a couple of albums that came out from live in 2007 and 2008 each of them had a couple of new studio tracks on them. So Live released a live rarities compilation album called Radiant Sea, a collection of bootleg rarities and two new songs on September 14th, 2007. And those two new tracks were Beautiful Invisible and Radiant Sea. So Beautiful Invisible kind of had a honky-tonk feel to it, almost country uh, vibe, underlying kind of jaunty piano in there. Chorus, because you're so beautiful, invisible, beautiful, invisible, and some falsetto in there. Ah, not, not a huge fan of it. Verse two, you're dangerous and you know, and then there's some backing vocals and you know in there, which is actually pretty cool. But I need you tonight, Ed harmonizing with himself in there. Breakdown, call and response, you have to wait, I will wait. I, overall, uh, just didn't, uh, didn't do too much for me. And then the track Radiant C, arpeggio chords and bass really out front in the mix. 
verse. Ed sounds really good here. Great double tracking. Pre-chorus, I can hardly breathe. And they do that three times. And then the chorus, great melody. Finally, I can see my destiny. Leave all these doubts behind me. Find my destiny in the radiant sea of this love. And then the second pre-chorus. So instead of I can hardly breathe, he sings we are always free. Very cool part of the song. The second chorus and subsequent choruses, there is a lot going on. Backing vocals, call and response, and then the outro. Again, lots going on. Just a very, very cool groove to this song. And then the other album was a live album called Live at the Paradiso in Amsterdam. Released November 11th, 2008. And this also had two new studio tracks on it. So the first one, Forever, acoustic arpeggios kick in with drums and bass right out of the gate, so not really a mellow song. And then some unbelievable oo-oos going on. Just a great melody, reminds me a lot of Collective Soul. Verse is great, chorus, forever and ever, the darker the night, the brighter the dawn, forever and ever, I'll stay here with you till the end of the storm. Great underlying lead melody and orchestration going on in there. And I think, and again, it's a little hard to pick out, but I think those oo-oo's and that melody are going on underneath that chorus as well. Kind of drowned out in the mix, but then they come back and they kind of the post-chorus oo-oo's back into the second verse. And then a great call and response in that second verse with the line, didn't know what to do great backing vocals on that as well. And then the breakdown, great oo-oo's in there. And then the outro chorus, and then that melody with the oo-oo's comes back. Just fantastic, great, great song. And then Purifier, <laughs> right out of the gate. Not a fan of the lead guitar melody at all. Sounds very whiny. Verse, not a fan of the vocal harmonies. Chorus isn't great either. Harmonies are just as bad as the verse. So chorus, send your fire, purify me. Song probably would fit well on their album five. Just they were experimenting with some different stuff on there. That's probably where this belongs. Not a fan. But again, these two albums each having two new songs, each having one good new song on it. So if you're not familiar with those, check them out. So now on to the Slamfest tip of the week. So not only first show at Soaring Eagle Casino, but my first show at a casino period. So Soaring Eagle Casino, Mount Pleasant, Michigan, which is where Central Michigan University is located. It's about an hour due north of where I am at. So again, not not hard to get to. And I you know saw that they were going there. I don't know. I didn't look to see if they were also playing Detroit on this tour or if this was the only Michigan stop. So Soaring Eagle Casino opened in 1998 concert venues there so entertainment hall which is where this show was was a former 
bingo hall converted into a concert venue in 2000. So capacity saying 3,260 reserved seating or 3,285 at general admission, which doesn't make a ton of sense to me because if you're saying 3,260 is the capacity with reserved seating or 3,285 for general admission, what the fuck? <laughs> that doesn't make sense because that's only a difference of 25 people. And if it's GA, you sure as hell can get a lot more in versus having chairs on the floor. So I'm not really sure what that means. They also have an outdoor amphitheater that opened in 2005. So basically this, and I've never been to a show at this, uh, at this summer venue, but it's almost like it's out back and they just converted like part of the parking lot. I think they, they put a stage there. They've got seats on the floor and then they it must be a man-made hill that they've got for quote-unquote lawn seating. So the capacity is listed at 5,089 reserved uh, or 11,000 general admission. So I guess that you know gap between those numbers makes a lot more sense than the indoor entertainment hall. So again, my first experience at a casino for a show and the one thing that I noticed immediately, I mean, we had decent seats. And again, it has this entertainment hall. It's almost tiered, you know, so it's almost like, um, you know, stadium type seating, you know, not to that extent in a, in a movie theater. But there were levels of, of the floor. So, you know, everyone could, could see uh, pretty well no matter where you're at. But I, I know we were you know, just maybe off center a little bit, but we were, you know, a section or two back from kind of the main floor. And what I noticed was a lot of empty seats on that main floor. And I, I think I've, I've talked about casino shows maybe in general. And, you know, those are, those are reserved for high rollers, which is just ridiculous to me because if they're not there why wouldn't you i don't know either resell those or move some people up there you know opportunity to upgrade and and so you'd actually have some fans <laughs> of the band up there because you know watching the band perform a seeing empty seats in that kind of high roller section right up front which with the spotlights on them, you know, those are the only people or and or seats that they can see. So now you've got empty seats or you've got people sitting because they're high rollers and they're just popping in, taking a break from, from gambling and they don't even know who the band is, so they're not even getting into it. I mean, I, I just think that's such a disservice to the band and to the actual fans of the band having that set, set up the way it is. I get it. It's about money, <laughs> and that's fine. But, you know, if they gave us the opportunity, hey, you know, we've got a couple seats up front, and we'll upgrade you, you know, based on this dollar amount for this one night. I, I don't know. I, I would think that you'd get some takers on that 
and there's actually the B people getting into the show A up front and, and B where the band can actually see that which will probably enhance their performance as well so to say the atmosphere was meh <laughs> at this show would be an understatement so I failed to mention at the top that I attended this show with my neighbor Rob who I talked about last week's saliva crossfade show and then several months earlier had an episode on buck cherry at the machine shop in flint and i went to that show with him as well so now to close this episode out with a which side are you on So obviously with live being the only band on the bill as far as I can remember, sticking with them. So we're going to go side one or side two from live's third studio album, Secret Samadhi, released February 18th, 1997, produced by John Healy and live charted at number one off of the success of Throwing Copper and is certified two times platinum. So I remember when Lakini's Juice got released, and again, a little bit odd song arrangement and, and everything, which again, they had some of that stuff on Throwing Copper as well. But I remember hearing that song, and I remember people at work, you know, talking about it and not being a fan of it. And again, it was it was certainly different and had to, had to grow on you, I, I think, and it, it grew on me. And again, I bought it. Uh, I bought it right away. So 12 tracks on here makes it easy. Six versus six. So side one, Rattlesnake. So I already talked about it being in the set, which I loved, and being a big fan of this song. So power chords to start off into a very mellow vibe. Verse, delivery, and melody are awesome. Underlying chords, some feedback in there. Lyrics are kind of quirky. Let's go hang out in a church. We'll go find lurch type of stuff. And backing vocals, harmonies are great. Chorus, it's a crazy, crazy mixed up town. It's the rattlesnake I fear. Underlying chords during that chorus are great. Cool, mellow breakdown into a great solo. Great, great unexpected way to kick off the album. Love it. Track two, the aforementioned Lakini's Juice. So again, oddly arranged song, as I mentioned. Kind of a grungy, raw riff with palm muting in there. Bass drum kicks in. Great groove to the song. Pre-chorus, musical portion is great. Back to the verse. So again, they tease that chorus. Then pre-chorus again, mellow. Slow down, we're too afraid. Chorus kicks in, let me ride burn my eyes very very cool outro oh let me ride holds that one oh let me ride which is so so good great song especially live next up Gray's mellow clean guitar intro mellow vocal pre-chorus kind of kicks in almost a nirvana feel to the chord progression in there aggressive vocal Chorus, we came to the earth to graze. Now there's no time to cool falsetto part in there. Post solo, pre-chorus harmonies, falsetto, 
and then the great chorus during the outro. So cool song. Next up, Sentry, acoustic, clean guitar in there, chorus, everybody's here, come on, come on, come on. This Sentry, great underlying riffing in there, so a cool rocker. Next up, Ghost, acoustic, clean guitar, intro, military snare in there, almost a haunting feel to this song. Kicks in, Where Did I Go Wrong, back to the mellow verse. And then post-chorus, some ahs and great lyrics in there. Very cool. Whispers, everybody has a ghost. And then backing vocals, everybody has a ghost. Outro, lead melody as that song closes out. And then side one ends with Unsheath. So a mellow song, cool instrumentation, cool vocal, aggressive riffing, drumming kicks in there. Then back to the verse. Aggressive riffing, drumming into the chorus this time, which, eh, I don't know, not great. Just uh, my note here, just noise. Uh, some synth and then underwater type sound effects going on in there. I don't know. I think the side kind of closes out with a dud here. So moving on to side two, Insomnia and the Hole in the Universe. Mellow chord progression. My brother kept his feet asleep, which I'm not sure what that means. Back to the verse, chorus kicks in. It's just okay. I mean, the harmonies are good, and the post-chorus is cool, kind of a cool bridge in there. But I don't know, the kind of builds to a to a chorus that's just just okay. Next up, turn my head. So another single. From this great arpeggiated chord intro, mellow, verse, great delivery, I've fallen down, drunk on your juices, chorus, turn my head, it's aimed at you, underlying chords sound like REMs, I've walked with a zombie, verse 2, enter some strings in there, breakdown is awesome, outro, turn my head, great, great backing vocals, as that song closes. Next up, Hero Psycho Dreamer. So <laughs> all one word and only two minutes and 48 seconds. Upbeat punk riff, chorus, hero, and delay on there. Psycho Dreamer. Eh, I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. There's probably some influence uh, from punk <laughs> in there for them but i guess i don't want to hear them uh i don't want to hear them do this so not great next up freaks great great song kind of an oddly arranged song verse kind of eerie chorus riff kicks in will you call her a freak will you call them freaks back to verse two after the first couple lines he <laughs> he just kind of under his breath, that little fucker. If the mother goes to bed with you, and there's some falsetto as he holds on to the you part of that line. Chorus, we'll call her a freak. Will you call them freaks? Will you call them gods? Underlying riff is great. Breakdown is cool. And again, I saw them perform this live during that Germany show. That I saw back in 1995, and it, again, it hadn't been released yet, but recall them playing it 
and it was fantastic live. Kind of missed it in this set. Would have liked to have had him bring it back. Next up, Merica. Sounds like a collective soul song to me, which isn't a bad thing. Mellow verse, underlying organ in there. Chorus, harmonies are good. My head's in the clouds. My head's in the ground, which I'm not sure what that means. Kind of an odd lyric, but song is pretty good. And then the side and the album closes out with Gas Head Goes West. Mellow song, great vocal. Musically, it sounds like a Matchbox 20 song. Chorus kicks in. It's memory that dies. Take your photographs back. Some great ooze in there. Outro chorus, more ooze, and gas jeds on the radio. So, again, following up a massive <laughs> album is never easy to do. You know, I think this album is, is good. I mean, it only sold 2 million copies compared to Throwing Copper. But, again, there's some gems on here. You know, I talked about Rattlesnake. Again, probably my favorite uh, favorite song on this album. And, and it might be close to my favorite live song, at least of the 90s. Lakini's Juice is good. Grays is good. Century. Ghost, those are good songs. Unsheathed uh, on Closing Outside 1 didn't do anything for me. Um, Turn My Head is good. Freaks is great. Gas Head Goes West is good. America is is all right, but, you know, Insomnia and the Hole in the Universe and Hero Psycho Dreamer kind of bring the side down for me. So I am going with side one over side two of Live's third studio album, Secret Samadhi, from 1997. Did anyone see Live in 2007? If so, when and where and what were your thoughts, memories, or stories from that show? What are your thoughts on Live's seventh studio album, Songs from Black Mountain? How would you rank the songs from this album? And last but not least, what are your thoughts on Live's third studio album, Secret Samadhi, from 1997, Side 1 or Side 2? Let us know your thoughts by emailing us at slamfestpodcast at gmail.com or request to join our private Facebook page at Slamfest Podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thank you.